0: And thank you for joining this week's podcast with the Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams. In this week's message, the Archbishop reveals the benefits of having an attitude of gratitude. Discover deeper truths about God's processes to bless and enrich your life with the Archbishop's book, Don't Fight the Process. Secure your copy today at ndwministries.org. Know today that this is God's word of empowerment for you. Be inspired as you listen.
1: My spirit, and he said, I will bless the Lord at all times, at all times. And he kept echoing at all times, at all times. Then I stopped and I said to myself, you know what, you know what? God is saying something because we don't bless him at all times. We bless him sometimes, every now and then, but not all the time. Including times like this when it rains. Coming to church is blessing the Lord. Yeah, Not coming is giving an excuse and a reason. Justifying why? Oh, the rain, the weather, the area, the this, the that. But The Bible said, I will bless the Lord at all times. I'll bless the Lord sometimes. Every now and then. The word I will means it's a decision. It's a decision. It's a decision that I will bless the Lord when... It means good times, bad times, trying times, difficult times. All I hear is the difficulties and the challenges. But when are you going to stop complaining, remembering, criticizing, being critical of everything, everybody, government, people, and everyone, media? Stop being critical of everything and... Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. What does it mean to bless the Lord? Speaking well of the Lord. That's what praise and blessing the Lord means. It means I will speak well of the Lord at all times. You know, sometimes we speak ill of people. Of our wives, our husband, our children, our family, our loved ones. We speak ill of people at certain times. And at other times we speak well of them. And sometimes also we speak ill of the Lord. Why have you done that to me? Why have the Lord allowed this? God, why me? You are speaking ill of him. But David said, I will bless the Lord all times all time not every now and then it doesn't matter what the time is i will speak well of the lord i will speak well of him i will remember his goodness i'll remember from whence he has brought me from i'll remember to say thank you what does it mean to speak well of the lord is to have an attitude of gratitude Tell somebody an attitude of gratitude is critical for continuity. Can you listen to me? Yeah, Just listen to me. Tell somebody an attitude of gratitude is critical for continuity. Psalm 34, verse 1 and 2. I will bless the Lord at all times. Bless the Lord at all times. I'll bless the Lord at some times. No. Every now and then. I will bless the Lord every now and then. No. I'll bless the Lord when I feel high. No. I'll bless the Lord when everything is working. No. I'll bless the Lord when I'm on the top of the mountain. No. I'll bless the Lord when I have liquid, liquid, liquid. When my bank account is loaded. I'll bless the Lord when my prayers are answered when everything is happening the way I want to, I will bless the Lord when I feel good, when people speak well of me, when everybody loves me, when everybody accepts me, when everybody likes me, when it goes my way, I will bless the Lord when I feel good. You know something? Sometimes I don't feel good. And the reason why he said, I will is the spirit speaking because this thing called the soul can always be messed up because it's the soul that sees what's going on around you not your spirit the soul hears, thinks speaks, smells the soul so there are things happening every day 24-7 that will cause your soul not to bless the Lord but will cause your soul to be grieved but you have to make a decision that it doesn't matter what's going on around me I will cultivate the attitude of speaking well of the Lord that when I open my mouth I will only say good things about the Lord and good things about others and not bad things I will bless the Lord at all times it's a decision tell somebody it's a decision it's a decision it's not a feeling it's a decision sometimes I don't want to bless the Lord sometimes I want to say something else but if you don't speak well of me and I keep hearing that you don't speak well of me I have the right to stay away from you and I can choose to love you but to love you from afar I don't have to love you close I can love you from afar if you don't speak well of me. Are you hearing me? I'm attracted to people who speak well of me. And God is attracted to us when we speak well of him, not when we speak ill of him. And a lot of us, we only speak well of the Lord. Bless the Lord only when good things are happening. When things don't happen the way you want it, you get disappointed. And it shows on your face. Tend to somebody and say, why have you made your countenance that way? You, you know, in the Old Testament, eh, one of the sins and people were killed for is to come before the king with a bad countenance. Yeah. Especially if you are the king's corpse bearer. You come before the king with a bad countenance. They'll kill you. You enter into his cause with what? His gates. There are methodologies and protocols by by which we come into the presence. You don't just come anywhere, anyhow. You come by the protocol. Thanksgiving, praise gives you the key to unlock and to enter. If you don't come with any other key, you are denied access. Thanksgiving is an attitude of gratitude. Some of us, we never thank God for anything. I was talking to a couple and the wife said, I don't know how to say thank you. The man said, Papa, I'm doing everything. The only thing I'm asking from her is to say thank you. And she said, I don't know how to say thank you. Why do I have to say thank you? It's it's, it's your duty. It's your duty. Me too, I cook for you. I do what I have to do as a wife. I don't expect you to say thank you. So why do I have to say thank you? I just realized that this one is too deep for me. (laughs) Go ahead. Bless the Lord at all times. His praise. his praise shall continually be in my his mouth. His praise shall what? Continually. His praise shall be every now and then. No, sir. But what? Continually. But what? Continually. Continually. In the morning, in the afternoon, at night, at every time. His praise. What does his praise mean? I will speak well of the Lord at all times. Continuously. I will continuously speak well of the Lord. How well do you speak of the Lord? Tell somebody this morning. Uh, when I look at your countenance. is very suspicious. <laughs> Bless. At all times. His praise. What comes out of your mouth. When you open your mouth. Tell somebody. Whenever you open your mouth. To speak. You are on trial. The Bible says. Life and death is in the power of the tongue what do you say when you speak you can choose to speak life and you can choose to speak death it's a choice it's a decision especially when you are angry when you're upset when you have the right to be angry when you have the right to be upset because every now and then every one of us have the right to be upset and the right to be angry when my kids were growing up sometimes when i'm mad and angry and upset i look and say, look at your face like your father's face but that is not what i wanted to say i wanted to say something else but when i remember the power of my words all i can say look at your face like your father's face and when i say that they know i'm very upset proverbs 6 2 proverbs 6 2 Thou art snared with the words of thy mouth. Snare with whose words? Your own words. Whose words? Your own words. Whose words? Your own words? So you see, the devil cannot curse you. But what he does is to manipulate you and get you to curse yourself by manipulating where what you hear, what you see, what you feel, what you smell, and get you to use your own mouth to curse yourself. Because he can't curse you. So he would deploy your mouth against you. You have to cultivate the attitude of not saying what you feel, your words. And ensnare you. And when the devil wants to ensnare you. What he does is to provoke you. Vex you. And make you hear something you shouldn't hear. Or poison you by what you see. Or by what you hear. And get your mouth to be deployed as a tool. A weapon and a vehicle. To sign your dead warrant. So be careful. Because by thy words. Thou art justified. By thy words. Thou art condemned. So the devil don't have to curse you. All he has to do is to set you up and get you yourself to curse yourself by the words of your mouth. So whenever you upset, don't talk. Take a walk. Tell somebody, take a walk. Get up, get up, take a walk. Just take a walk. Just take a walk, pray in the spirit. Everybody, just get up for one minute. Take a walk, take about two, three steps and pray in the Holy Ghost. Go back to your seat. Go back to your seat. When you're upset, instead of you screaming, I was talking to one of my security guys and I said, you are always angry. I said, every time you open your mouth, you are screaming, you are yelling. And I said, how come there is no peace in your heart? Why is it that there's so much anger in you? And I said, you, God has been good to you. I said, remember from whence you have come. My message is simple. This is the title of my message, forget not. Because you can forget. And that is the greatest problem of believers and humanity. We forget too quick. We forget from whence we have come. That was the problem of the children of Israel. After 430 years in captivity. Even though they had light engulfing. What you must understand is. They had light in the land of captivity. And in the land of bondage. So they still weren't free. But here they were. They were free. From the land of captivity. And they complained about everything. And God said. What is wrong with these people? That after everything I brought you through that I've done you keep forgetting that you have been in bondage and in captivity you and your children and your household and your loved ones and that you were slaves and I've set you free and made you free and all you keep doing is to remind me of that which I haven't yet done for you and God said as I live As I live, none of the ones and none of these that I brought out of the land of Egypt with my mighty hand and performed great wonders By releasing 10 plagues to kill all the 10 gods of the land of Egypt. God said that none of them shall enter into my rest and see the land that flows with milk and honey. Except their sons and their daughters. And they will all fall in the wilderness until they are all wiped out. Then I will bring their sons and daughters to my rest. And they all died. Except Caleb and Joshua and their children. The journey from Egypt. To Canaan was a journey of forty days and it became a journey of forty years. Ingratitude can delay the manifestation of your promise. And he said, by that words, you are taken into prison are taken into captivity by your own words you've ensnared yourself you put yourself into captivity by your words whenever you are speaking take heed please be careful of your words my soul shall make her boast in the Lord yeah make her boast in the Lord it's still the same thing bragging about God you brag you know there's there's a lady I really, I really like in this country, and she brags about her husband. Hmm? She was the first lady. And sometimes you can tell that things aren't going right. You can see. And yet, she brag about her husband. And I admire her for that. She covers the man. She covers his nakedness. She will brag about the man. Even when she's not well treated, she will brag about the man. How much do you brag about your God? Even when your prayers are not answers, do you brag about God? And he said, the humble, what does the humble mean? Those who are dependent and reliant on God. And not on their intelligence and skill. A lot of people who have knowledge are very skillful, intelligent, and smart, but are unwise. Knowledge makes you smart and intelligent, but it doesn't make you wise. It's wisdom that makes you wise. And no school in this world provides and gives wisdom. Wisdom comes from the university of the fear of the Lord. If you don't fear the Lord, you never have wisdom. Knowledge makes you smart and intelligent, but wisdom makes you wise. And wisdom is the ability to apply and to use knowledge wisely and intelligently. So you can have knowledge, and if you don't have wisdom, you are limited. psalm 103 1 to 5 bless the lord oh my soul bless and all lord. that is within me this is this is the psalmist speaking to his soul the psalmist is telling the soul my soul bless the lord the spirit is speaking to the soul bless the lord because the soul if you allow it it won't bless the lord why because the soul can sense can hear can feel, can see everything going on in your environment. And the soul responds to what it's hearing, responds to what is feeling, what is seeing and sensing. But the spirit, the spirit don't operate by what it feels or sees. So the spirit is saying to the soul, bless the Lord. Oh. My soul Bless the Lord What does that mean? Speak well of the Lord Irrespective of what you are feeling Irrespective of what you are hearing And sensing and going through Speak well of the Lord You have to get to a point Where you refuse to be moved By what you are feeling What you are hearing What you are sensing And just speak well of the Lord No matter what Put your hands together Give God a shout in the house Go ahead. Bless Go ahead. the Lord, O oh my soul, uh-huh. and forget not all his benefits. So you can forget. You can forget his benefits. That is the problem of human beings. All of us, we have the tendency of forgetting. And that was the problem of the church in the wilderness. Every small thing, they complained. And complaining and remembering and lamenting is one of the indications that you have forgotten. From whence you have come and what God has done for you. You have no right to ask for anything new. If you haven't given thanks for what you have received before. When Jesus took the five loaves and fishes. He didn't pray. He gave thanks. And it multiplied. Thanksgiving will multiply what you have. An attitude of gratitude will multiply what you have. It will guarantee you more and give you more. Learn how to be grateful and to be thankful. You can be thankful for the little and the little can become much and plenty. Be thankful for what you have. Go ahead. Who forgiveth all thy iniquities? There is nobody who has power to forgive your iniquity but God. And he didn't say iniquity, not singular, plural, iniquities. Who forgiveth all thy iniquities? Number two. Who healeth all thy diseases? Healeth all thy diseases. You remember the guy, the apple guy who died, Steve something. If that guy was told that he can come here and I can pray for him and he will be healed, and I tell him to make a contribution of $1 billion to the prayer mountain, he will double it and leave. By the time comes in your life that no amount of money you have or connection you have can save you but the Lord. Are you hearing me, somebody? And he said, who healed all thy diseases. Don't forget that God has prevented something in your life. That you are only sitting here because God showed you mercy. You are still alive because God kept you alive. You are still alive because God prevented something. You should have been dead and buried by now. Some of you should have had a casket in your house. You should have lost a loved one. There are some of you wives, but for God, you should, have, you should have been a widow. Some of you fathers, but for God, your children would have been fatherless. But for whatever reason, God has prevented a misfortune, a calamity, a disaster. And just because you don't have enough money in your pocket, or somebody doesn't like you, or somebody is despising you, you are refusing to praise the Lord. You are refusing to speak well of the Lord. What's wrong with you? Open your mouth, somebody. Put your hands together. Scream. Say something. Do something. All thy diseases. Not some. All thy diseases. I was standing at the first service. Sometimes your doctor can call you after going to do your normal medical checkup. And said, I want you, the nurse who said, it's very urgent. Doctor wants to see you, but he wants to see you with your husband, your wife, and your children. That word alone can take sleep from you. Mm? The doctor said "It's urgent. He wants to see you with your husband, your wife, and your children. You need to know something. Beyond the natural senses By your prophetic senses To be at peace and to go to sleep Whilst you are waiting For the medical report And then you go You are the doctor's waiting area And they say doctor I will be with you soon And did you come with your wife and your children Or your husband yes Then your heart Boom 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 Then you get to the doctor, and so I say, sit down. Hey, hey. hey. Then you say, doctor, don't, don't worry, just give it to me. Tell me, just give it to me, I'll take it. Then the doctor said, good news. Good news. As soon as he says good news, all the demons in hell will leave you alone. And you leave the doctor's office And you can't even look up And say thank you Thank you Thank you Next day You have a pain In your chest Call the doctor Call the doctor Doctor Pain in the chest What do you think that is? Nothing Nothing. You have to come to a place, eh? pain in the head, pain in the heart, pain in the what, it, mean, it doesn't mean anything. Are you hearing me? You come to a place, even when you sense the symptoms of stroke, you say to yourself, the devil is making noise. The devil is a liar. You did hear what I said? The devil is what? A liar. And you say it ain't gonna happen, it ain't gonna happen. Listen, you have to cultivate this audacity and attitude and courage eh, to know how to address and to speak to the enemy because if you don't do that, he will fool with you every now and then. He will tell you, you are going to have a heart attack. You are going to die. Tell somebody, not this way. Somebody, I know if Jesus tarries, I have to go to heaven, but not this way, not at the devil's terms, not on his terms. Hey! Hey! Hey, 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 not on his terms say not on his terms say Satan not on your terms not on your terms say you don't have the mandate you don't have you can try but you don't have the mandate to have my life or to take my life because I'm redeemed by the blood of the Lamb I am the redeemer of the Lord you don't have the mandate it is not in your power to have my life Jesus said no man can take my life Let no man, let no wish, let no principality, let not the heaven, the air, the land, the element. Let nothing of the sea, nor under the earth, the underworld, let nothing have the power and the ability to take you. Say, I refuse to be taken. Let nothing hijack your seed. Let nothing take your family. Let nothing take you by any means. Put your hands together and scream and give God praise. All thy diseases. Go ahead. Who redeemeth thy life from destruction? Redeemeth thy life. Do you know how many times God has prevented destruction in your life? Oh yeah. This life I'm living now is not the original one and this is not me for I live by the faith and the life of the son of God this is not me anymore I don't have any life of my own I lost that one long time ago this is a borrowed life the enemy tried to take that other one and God gave me another one Some of you are living on a borrowed life and on a borrowed time. Do something with God. Do something for God. Do something for the church. Do something for humanity. Do something. Because God has given you a borrowed time and a borrowed life. Use it for the kingdom. Stop living for yourself. Stop being selfish. Stop being greedy. Because one of these days, Adonai yahweh will appear in the clouds of glory and all of us will give an account of what we did with the life given us go ahead who crowned thee with loving kindness and tender mercy? tell somebody do you know you are carrying a crown do you know you are carrying a crown there is a crown on your head you tell somebody you you there's a crown on your head a crown of loving kindness and tender mercies. You're carrying it. The Bible says, if the Lord shall count iniquity, who shall stand? If the Lord shall take into account all our thoughts and our motives. Some of you, as you are sitting there, you're, if, if God if exposes or reveals your thought to on the screen right now, everybody will run away from you. I'm telling you. If God reveals what is going through your mind right now on the screen, We will jump and skip. And yet you can sit here and look like an angel. And God will still bless you. Overlooking what's going on in your head. And yet you can't clap your hands. You can't open your mouth. You can't shout. You can't scream. What is wrong with you? Go ahead. Go ahead. Who satisfies thy mouth with good things? Satisfaction. Hey. Satisfaction. He gives you not just appetite, but he satisfies your longings and your appetite of all kinds and of all levels. Some of you have different kinds of appetite. I'm not mentioning what it is, but he satisfies your mouth with good things. Satisfying your mouth with what? Good Good things. things. Say satisfaction. Satisfaction. Good things. So that your youth is what? Renewed. Like the eagles. If you want to age well, eh? if you want to age well, take heed to your heart. And be careful that you don't have grief, bitterness, offenses, pain, hurt, unforgiveness, all those things reciting in your heart. It will dry up the oil in your bones. I'm telling you. There are some people, you look at them and they are not aging well at all. You know why? They are bearing grudges and there are all kinds of things inside of them. And when they open their mouth to speak, all you hear is regret, 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 regret complaining. They don't age well. But if you want to age well, so that even when you are old, people look at you and say, Man, that is what I'm talking about. Somebody say, I hear you. Somebody say, look at me, look at me. Turn to someone and say, look at me, look at me. Look into my eyes and talk to me. Tell somebody, I'm talking to you, I'm talking to you. Tell somebody, in order for you to age well, it's necessary and critical that you maintain A pure heart. And speak well of the Lord. Quickly. Psalm 42 verse 5. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? This is the spirit addressing the soul. He said, my soul. Why are you down? What's wrong with you? What has happened? Why is your countenance looking down?" bad. What's happening? Go ahead. And why are thou disquieted in me? Why are you disquieted in me? Grieved. Sorrowful. Sad. Unhappy. Hope right. thou in God. He said, hope thou, that, that means the soul has lost its hope in God. That was what happened to David the other day, Psalm 3. He said, many a day who have said there is no hope for me, even in God. But thou, O God, art a shield for me, my glory, and the lift that up of my head. Say yes. yes. That means your soul has lost confidence and hope in God. So the spirit was speaking to the soul. And so my soul, have hope in God. Go ahead. For I shall yet praise him Uh for the The spirit is telling the soul, the outcome of the situation, that I will yet praise the Lord. I will speak well of him again. I will praise the Lord. It doesn't matter what's going on right now. I see the praises of God coming up again. That's what the Bible says. When many are cast down, then shall thou say, There is a lifting up. Go ahead. Go to verse 11 of the same 42. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? The second time. The, at the first time, the soul had it, but the soul still didn't comply. So he had to come back again and say, What is wrong with you? Turn to someone and say, What's wrong with you? Get up. Tell somebody, Get up. You see, but your countenance can expose what is going on in you. Your Countenance, your face. That was what that's what God told Ken. God said, Why has thou countenance fallen? Yeah. The countenance has a way of revealing what is going on inside of you. If you are a happy person, we can tell. And if you are an angry person, we can also tell. All I have to look that is your face, your countenance, and I can tell. So that the Spirit spoke to the soul like the second time. He said, what is still wrong with you? Go right, ahead, see. Why are thou disquieted within me? Again, hope same thing he said. And then he said, hope thou. In God. Don't lose hope in God. Tell somebody, don't lose hope in God, don't. Don't lose hope in God. Tell somebody, keep hope alive, keep hope alive. Alive, keep it alive. Go ahead. For I shall yet praise him. I shall yet praise him. Who is the health of my countenance and my God? Who is the healing of my countenance? He heals my countenance. The health of your countenance. He heals your countenance. If you follow the things you hear, see. Satan can show you things all. You remember the Bible said "And Satan, the devil took him to a high mountain and showed him. And you remember David, he took him to the top of his own palace and showed him a beautiful woman washing. So you can be anointed, it doesn't matter who you are, Satan can show you something. Turn to somebody and say, what is he showing you? He can show you things. Amen? He's good at showing us things. Same thing. Come with me quickly. To Hebrews 13, 15. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. Let's what? Offer the sacrifice of praise. When? To God continually. Let's do what? Offer the sacrifice of praise. Offer sacrifice of praise every now and then. No. When you feel like. No. But what? Continually. It takes efforts. Especially when things are not going the way you want them to go. And everything is falling apart. It takes effort. That is where the sacrifice comes in. That you say it. Even though you don't feel it. And even though you don't mean it. Keep saying it till you mean it. Keep saying it till you believe it. Keep saying it till it happens. Thank you Lord. Thank you. Thank you Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Every now and then, I'll tell people, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. 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 And they don't deserve it, but I keep telling them, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. And the more I tell them I'm grateful, I'm grateful, I see that they are motivated. Because they know they don't deserve it. So they get motivated to do something to deserve it. And I keep oh, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I tell them I'm grateful. And I thank you. Thank you for marrying me. Something simple like that. Do you know what it will do? Somebody say, but my husband is too cold. Somebody say, my wife is too cold. Keep telling your husband, thank you for marrying me. Just tell him, thank you for marrying me. Thank you. Is healing even though he doesn't believe it? You keep telling him one of these days he will wake up and say, Yeah, she's thanking me, 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 for marrying her. So she's seeing something I'm not seeing. Hey, so maybe eh? Hey, she's thanking me. Tell that woman, baby, I'm grateful. Thank you for marrying me. Tell that cold man thank you for marrying me thank you for marrying me thank you, I'm grateful keep saying it one of these days she will wake up he will wake up and say "Eh, thanking me me especially when people are mean to you and you thank them they don't know how to handle it, you what you do is that you you neutralize their power, you dispossess, disinherit, and disarm. You dispossess and you strip them of their pride and arrogance. Turn to someone and say, Thank you for sitting next to me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. amen sacrifice of praise first Thessalonians quickly 5 verse 18 in everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you you see now it's a strong one this one eh? is a very strong one so a scripture right after this because I know some of you ask me do I have to thank God when evil happens I don't know how you define evil but the Bible says in what in what In everything Look at Job chapter 13, verse 15. Look at Job. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Mm-hmm. But I will maintain my own ways. Though he what? He slays me. What does he mean? He lost everything. More time, billionaire, became bankrupt, lost three children on the same day, and said, yet though he slays me, I will what? Then go to Romans eight twenty eight. And we know that all things work together what for things? good. All things. What things? All things. Now, look at me. One of the reasons why, look at me, one of the reasons why the enemy hits us is to stop us from loving God. It's to hit you so hard that you give up loving God, trusting God. And that is how he gets us. But it doesn't matter how hard he hits you, if you keep loving God, trusting God, All things will work together for your good. All things. If you don't stop loving God, and love and praise, it's not only in what you say, but it's in what you do. So let's go beyond talking, and do things for the kingdom. Do things for the house of God. Do things for the church. Show commitment, no matter the times you are in. Keep honoring your commitment to God and his house. Corporate titan, personal titan, vows, redeem your vows. Do the things you do in good times. Don't stop doing it in bad times. You don't stop providing food for your kids when times are tough and difficult. You do what is required of you. And God doesn't understand why you must stop loving him and showing commitment and responsibility to him, his work, his house, because times are hard and difficult. Stop giving excuses. Let God know you are first in everything, no matter what. No matter what time, no matter what's going on, you are the first. You treat God that way, you will always be the first on his agenda. Romans 8, 35 to 39. 8.35 to 39. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? What shall separate us? What? You see, so all these things there is designed to separate you from the love you have for God. That's it. To take you away from the love of Christ so you stop loving God. That's it. All these things you are going to read right now is designed to make you stop loving God and to separate you from the love of God. Go ahead shall tribulation tribulation troubles or distress distress stress or persecution persecution or farming famine. or nakedness shame reproach disgrace embarrassment stigmatization or peril peril or sword uh-huh. as it is written for thy sake we are killed all the day long all the day long we are counted as sheep for the if slaughter anybody tells you christianity is easy it's not true It's not It's very difficult Christianity is self-denial You deny yourself every day You die every day That's the only way you can be a Christian Giving up your rights And in this world today To give up your right makes you a fool You have to prove to people that Charlie Don't mess with me Do you know who I am? Hey, take it easy (laughs) Don't even try it But true Christianity is giving up your rights. Go ahead. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors. Through him that loved us. How can you be a fool and still be more than a conqueror? Doesn't make sense. But the Bible says, let him that wants to be wise in this world become a fool that he may become wise. Go ahead. For I am persuaded uh-huh. that neither death. He said none of these things, not even death. Nor life. Angels. No, Ahead, no angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, uh-huh. nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And where is the shout of the king?
0: No, you are blessed by that word of God and look forward to you joining the messages of the Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams again. For more information on our events, books and messages, please visit NDW Ministries online at www.ndwministries.org or call our offices on plus one eight seven seven. 877 three six one five one 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 once again thank you for joining the archbishop today and may you continue to experience the life transforming power of god's blessings